Name. Maja. Instagram name. Coloring Maja. Age. 48. Lives in. I live in Sweden, in Stockholm. Family. I have my boyfriend, Joakim, and I have two sons and a stepson. Favorite coloring book? Uh, Mythomorphia, of course. Favorite pencils or pens? Uh, My Holbeins. Welcome to a new episode of Passionista Colorista. And welcome, Maya. Uh, thank you. Hi. Coloring Maya, I think many of the listeners know, know about you. And if I say Maya and the Beasts. Yes. Yes, that's you. <laughs> that's me. I love them. <laughs> Why do you love beasts? I, I'm not sure, really. I think it's because it's. Uh, I like really vibrant colors and it's easy to to do them in that way <laughs> so i think it's part of that and what are beasts for you uh, a lot of things uh, dragons of course and uh, trolls and orcs and uh, a lot of different things <laughs> it could be beast the frog could be a beast and uh, a lion or <laughs> so many different kinds, but mostly uh, mythological beasts, I think I like. We are going to talk a lot more about this, but first, mm. who are you? Tell us a little bit more about you. Uh, I'm a bit of a crazy person, I think. <laughs> uh, I love to do things that uh, where you need a helmet. So besides coloring, whether you're not, you don't need helmets for coloring, but otherwise I like to skiing, uh, driving motorcycles. I have been horseback riding a lot and show jumping and, uh, well, I, I like things who is a bit, a bit dangerous, but not too dangerous. <laughs> so that's part of me. And I have two uh, lovely sons, 15 and 13 years old. Um, I live in Stockholm, as I said. I work a lot. I work with the commercials and uh, ad agencies, so I work long hours. Uh, well, that's some something about me. But this coloring thing, when did it start? Uh, I start coloring uh, late. Uh, in November, December 2016, so a little bit more, one and a half year ago, and I did it because I had uh, had a lot of stressful uh, things in my life with work and uh, kids and so on. So I just wanted to find something that was relaxing for me and to calm my brain down because it's my brain is on speed all the time. And uh, I went into an art supply store to get a present to my stepson because he's very talented. And I came out with uh, pencils and Imagine Morphia by Kirby. And after that, I was hooked. And it was not for your stepson, (laughs) it was for you. No, it was for me. So I I was going to buy some stuff for him, but I I got a lot of things for myself. (laughs) What was it that got you caught when you saw it? Uh, I think maybe it was kind of a hard book to buy at first because of all all the details. But I think that was the things that got caught my eyes. That it wasn't. I I have seen a lot of coloring books and it was a lot of flowers and um, leaves and pretty things. I'm not. I'm not that into pretty things. So when I saw this one, I just caught my eyes and I thought this could be relaxing and just sit coloring this. So I started with that and then I kind of spam all my friends on Instagram with my coloring things. And then I, I just decided to start an account with only coloring things. And that's how I just suddenly opened this new world for me with the coloring community. 
So after that, I was there was no turning back. <laughs> and how did you color from the start? Um, the first couple of things was very flat, but I think I quite fast find a way how to layer and work with shadows and vibrant colors from the very beginning. So I think it's kind of a mistake that I start doing vibrant colors because that's how I just happened to be a lot of colors because I didn't know how to do soft. I didn't use my pencils soft as you need to do if you want to have smoother colors. So from the beginning, I was pressing very hard and the colors became very, very vibrant. And then I can kind of like that. So I continued doing that. So um, I think it was vibrant from the start. But how did you learn to to color in a different way? Uh, I think I I have a I have a talent to watch other wor- others' works and just trying to see how they have worked with the shadows and stuff. So I looked a lot of uh, on a lot of uh, other work on Instagram and some some videos, but not so many on YouTube. Mostly I've been watching others final work or their progress photos to see how, how how they have been doing things. But when you press hard with the pencils, uh, yes. which I did too in the beginning and for a long time, mm. uh, because I love vibrant colors too, but mm. how do you do that now when you have another technique? <laughs> yes, I, I think I, it was actually... Sarah from Australia who taught me. She was. Uh, I was start. I'm talking to her early in my uh, coloring career, and she showed me a video that she had done about backgrounds, and then and that she moved her pencils very softly. So it was kind of a aha experience for me. So I started to. So in the beginning now I, I do a lot of layers with a soft hand. But after two layers or so, I, I start to press harder. So the last layer, I press pretty hard to get that vibrant color that I want. But in the beginning, it's very, very soft. How many layers do you color? Depends on what pencils I use. But with Prismas, maybe two or three. With Polychromos, five. <laughs> so it depends. And, and your favorite, uh, Holbein's? Uh, two, or th- two or three. Maybe one more layer than Christmas. <laughs> so, uh, is, is it depends uh, depending on how hard or soft yes, the pencil yes, are? Yes, yes. I, I I tend to work better with the soft ones because I'm quite kind of impatient. So, I think the hard uh, the hard ones with as polychromos they take a little bit too long for me. <laughs> I, I need I want to have the result a little bit faster. So. I'm so happy to hear this because <laughs> I'm also impatient and I struggle with my colored pencils. Yes. So I think uh, in the beginning I used uh, Inktense a lot. Uh, uh, Durant Inktense where I can use water to get them really vibrant. So that's, I think I used them uh, for a couple of months. Mostly prefer, I preferred them for a while just because they were vibrant very quickly. And uh, it's kind of easier to find the shadows with them and so on. But after I worked with them for a while, I, I got back to the colored pencil and then I start the technique with them. And now I almost always use colored pencil before before water media. What is it about colored pencils that that uh, makes you prefer them today? I think I I can control them better. Uh, the shadowing and uh, and the depth. Uh, I think it's harder to get the result I want with the other media. I'm sure I can do it <laughs> because I've seen a lot of people work with watercolors and so on and doing it so amazingly beautiful, but I haven't found a way to do it. <laughs> so uh, that's one of the things I would like to learn. I talk to people who have polychromos as their favorite mm-hmm. and the Prismacolor, uh, mm-hmm. which are two quite different Very, pencils. Yes, yes. yes. With uh, polychromos, you do a lot of layers, um, yeah. and with Prisma, you don't have to do as much. No. <laughs> <laughs> But yes. uh, Holbein, tell me, what? why do you love them? I think 
mostly because of the color schemes, because they're very, they have very depth and vibrant colors. And I think it's, they are in between polychromos and uh, prismas. They are not as soft as prismas and not as hard as polychromos. So it's like the both color, they have the both, both advantages from both of them. So it's easier to do details than with prismas, but uh, it's a bit quicker than uh, polychromos. But I still often use uh, all of them in one piece. So uh, when I work on a, a detailed page, I usually get some polychromos to do the tiniest things with them. And I prefer Prismacolor to do the backgrounds because I think they work better for backgrounds. Uh, what what colors are your favorites in the whole mindset? Oh, I listened to uh, Sammy's podcast and I was so impressed because she knew the names of every color. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the names of them. <laughs> uh, I'm very spontaneous. I don't remember anything <laughs> when I've done something. <laughs> so I, I can look at my pencils and say, oh, yeah, I, I use those to get that combination, but I never remember what their name is. Um, I like all the vibrant colors, of course. Uh, they have a really, really beautiful greens. So Almost every time I want to do leaves or something with green, uh, I think uh, I, al almost every one time I go to the Holbeins to get them. Uh, I think it's, uh, I love the greens. Uh, also, the purple is very, very beautiful. So uh, I think I would say green and purple shades. Do you use a color chart book or? Yes. Anything? Yeah. Yeah, I start without them and I didn't understand why I should, why it was so good with this structured weight color. But then uh, actually when I worked, start working with ink tens because you can't see the color of the pencils are not nearly the same as the result on the paper. So then I had to do a color chart and then I realized it's a really good tool too. So I, I had them. How do you use them? I use them to, uh, I only have, I don't have this lovely books that I've seen that where people have done combinations and stuff. I, I only have uh, regular charts with all pencils, uh, some, some little square with a color and then the name just to find the right tone and the right color who match the things that I'm doing. But I mostly every time I also try it uh, on the paper to see so it gets the right uh, combination before I start using them. Because that was my next question. How do you choose colors to your <laughs> picture? I am very, I'm not a great planner. So mostly I just have a, I look at the page and then I see some color on some part of it. So maybe if it's a beast, I decide to have a purple beast or a, some flowers that catch my eye and I want to have that one in some color or a frame in gold or something. So I start with one part of it and then I choose as long as I'm going on the way. I could have some idea from the start, but mostly I plan. Now my happy comes in. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I don't plan my work that closely. So it, it's go. I follow my instinct on the way. But where do you find inspiration for your colorings? Uh, from others, of course. I look a lot. I, I spend a lot of time on Instagram and watch others' work. Uh, I think there's where I learn most. And then if I'm going to color, uh, as I have done a lot of things in Mythomorphia, uh, I used to Google uh, the beast's name <laughs> and see if I could find a, a nice uh, picture on, on in internet to to get my inspiration to to find a great color to use, uh, I, mostly I, I like to th find if I know that most people do one beast in green, then I want to have it in another color. So I kind of look to find a, another way to do it. So uh, a lot of a lot of Google 
uh, work. What is it about Kirby Rosane's books that you like so much? Actually, I think mostly I like uh, Mythomorphia. Uh, I'm not so keen on his uh, doodles things. So if it's too much doodles, I, I'm not that fond of it. So uh, I think it's mostly that he's doing some different things and not so much cute, cute things. Uh, and of course, he's doing a lot of beast in Mythomorphia. Uh, I think that's the main reason. And I like I like his style. Uh, Besides, he's very doodly, so it's, yeah. but when he's kind of don't do too much doodles, I think it's, I like it. What else uh, favorite books do you have? Uh, I really love uh, uh, Nick's works, um, Nick Filbert. Uh, his uh, Sirene is one of my favorite books, and Fantasia too. And uh, I think... Uh, That's also a part why I like him. He's doing very beautiful pages and lovely girls, but still it's not that, not too pretty. So I think that's why I like his works too. And he's doing beasts too. <laughs> so, and I, I like, yeah. uh, also I like uh, Tom, I'm just looking at the book I'm doing now, Thomas Love Tommy. I'm, I'm starting to find his work. Uh, Nice too. I, I had his first book uh, early when when I was getting to know how to color, and I didn't really like them d then. But now, I, when I have yeah. come a bit further with my skills, I think it's really nice. It's so detailed, so it takes some time. But now I'm starting to love his work too. You use colored pencils for them? Yes, too? yes, yes. yes. So how many books do you have? I counted them the other day. I think I, it was around 60 something. Yeah. And what, was your yeah. And what was your what was your latest bought? Uh, I'm waiting for Girl with Poem. Is it called that? Still waiting for it. I ordered it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, my latest that I came into my the latest I got. <laughs> But, It was a dragon book. I don't remember the name. Dragon. I don't remember. It was during the dragon month. Yeah, you had a color book. along. <laughs> yes. Yes. Tell us dragon. about your your latest color along. Uh, it was uh, really fun. It was. I was so surprised and happy with all the entries. It was way way more than I ever expected to. I, I was kind of thought it could be a lot popular one since there are so many different kinds of dragons. You can do some cute dragons or uh, fierce dragon. There's a large range of dragons, but I didn't know there were so many different kinds of dragons. So it was, uh, it was so fun and I had really enjoyed it and I met so many new people during the color along so i really enjoyed it it was very intense it was almost 300 <laughs> entrance yes yes entrances. i think it was almost 300 so it was uh, it was so fun and i uh, in the beginning I, i decided with a friend of mine michelle to only color dragons for the whole month too so uh, it was very many dragons <laughs> so it was kind of intense but it was i really enjoyed it and uh, I will do another color along soon too. Yeah, you have had uh, quite a lot of color alongs. Uh, yes. What is it about them that you like? I really like some in some color alongs I have picked uh, a couple of pages to choose from. Uh, in those I think it's very nice to see different versions of the same pages. And uh, And that's really fun. And uh, in this one where you was more free to to do them, it uh, was also it's just fine. To, it's a kind of a what's it called? Uh, satisfying to see you having an an idea and you see all these people put all their love and heart and effort to to do things that you have planned. So it's so it's really nice. And you. you You get very humble and 
honored that so many people are doing so much work. It's really fun. But this time the Dragonary, almost 300 persons uh, or pictures yeah. joined. Uh. Uh, were you feeling a little bit exhausted after it? Because you took a pause now. You had no yes, yes. color along in I needed. March. I needed a little. It was some part was it was so many, but I still want many people to join. <laughs> so yeah, I think it was a combination of that. I only called the dragons myself too. So it was, and I, I I'm kind of a person who do everything very intense. So I couldn't do just two dragons. So I had to do seven dragons. So I think it was. Um, really intense month in many ways and then I came into a period with a lot of work so I kind of need uh, to to uh, just take a break <laughs> for a while I think so and I don't think it was mainly the color along it was a lot of things because so, you have had a little dip in your coloring yes yes I think it was the intense month and And in the same way, my work was very intense. So I just need to rest. But did you color when you were a kid? No, I didn't. I don't remember. Of course, I probably did some some coloring, I, I think. But it was quite a long time ago. Uh, I, I did um, uh, I did some some work on for myself. I was. Uh, I, I did a lot of horseback riding, so I think I I have drawn hundreds and thousands of horses, I think. <laughs> and, uh, but that's what that's the only thing I have drawn. So I, I don't know how to draw anything else. So I, I haven't done that much art or anything else actually before. So all this is kind of new to me. But can you desc- but can you describe the feeling you have when you are coloring? Uh, yes, I think so. <laughs> uh, it's very. I think it's for me. It's a lot. Of, I think I've heard many people say that it's so some kind of you get into your own zone and uh, can focus on this page that you have in front of you, and it's so relaxing and so. Uh, satisfying for somehow when you see it's almost more, more fun to look at the page when it's half done and you, the half page is white and the rest the half page is colored such a satisfying process to see how it develops so I think for me it's it's now I get my new headphones or what's it called headphones where you listen to music yeah yes and uh, I got them to kind of get even more into my zone. So now I sit with them. They have uh, this function so no noise comes in. So I sit in my little bubble (laughs) with music and my page. I'm totally focusing on this. And I have uh, my my brain just rests. (laughs) So it's it's a really nice feeling for me. What are you listening to? What kind of music? Um... I'm a, a rock person, I think. Uh, so I listen to a lot of different kind of rock music. Uh, at the moment, I listen a lot to a band called uh, Black Crows. It's an American band. It was the latest one. And, uh, um, it's my one of my favorite bands, and it's really hard for me not to sing along. So people around me, <laughs> they don't hear the music. They, they, they hear me. <laughs> so, Where really do you like sit? <laughs> yeah, but where do you sit in color? Uh, if I'm alone, I have my kids uh, half uh, half time. So when the, when I'm uh, the kids are at my at my place, they mostly spend they're quite big now, so they spend a lot of time in their rooms gaming or things like that. Then I sit in my I have a desk in my living room where I color. But if I if uh, I'm with my boyfriend, I want to spend some time with him, then I color with next to him in the sofa. Uh, so we kind of spend some time together and watch television or vision or and something like that. So you color every day? Uh, yes, I would say that. Not th- for this month, <laughs> but uh, normally, usually I, I do. Yes, almost every day. How do you choose 
what to color next? I think I, uh, I think I do as most people do. I, I just, uh, I don't have a list or plan that this month I'm going to color these pages or so. So when I'm trying, when I'm get halfway through a page, I'm kind of get tired of the page and then I start looking at other books. <laughs> so maybe there I start the process to find next one. Uh, but I'm very, I have this thing that I would need to finish a page before I move on. So when I'm finished with a the page, then I bring out the books and flip through them. And then suddenly there is a page that I just feel that I have to do. But you don't have a lot of work in progress then? No. Pictures, no, unfinished I, pictures. No, I, I have a couple of them, but they will never be finished. I think I have one in uh, Semlesnova, uh, the large bird. Uh, it's a spread with a large bird. I have it's half done, and I really want to finish that page. But, and then I have a couple of more that I just left. <laughs> but I don't only think that I maybe have four four unfinished paged. I think. Yeah, that's not much. No, I, I'm a little bit. I have this thing <laughs> that I need to finish them. And I know that if I if I leave them halfway and just get tired of them and want to do another one, I, I don't think I will ever finish them. So that's why I'm a bit hard with myself to finish them. But have, uh, you, yeah, have you finished uh, any book? No. Uh, I have... Uh, there's so many pages in a book. <laughs> I can't see how how people can finish them. Uh, but uh, I I have this vision that maybe one day finish Mr. Morphia. Uh, but that's the only one that I think I might finish. But I think I'm a bit too uh, restless and impatient to finish a whole book. I think so. How, how do you store your books and your pens and pencils? Uh, I have a bookshelf. The Swedish listeners would know it's called Stringhylla. <laughs> and it's a, it's a shelf where, uh, where I have my books and my desk is part of this shelf. So the, what is it called? The table is incorporated in the, in the bookshelf. So I have my books there and I have a little, uh, IKEA carriage next to it where I have my supplies and I have almost all my pencils in uh, what's it called cases different kind of cases that I have in my shelf it's it's not super organized because I'm not an organized person but it's kind of organized I would like to talk backgrounds with you because okay Mm -hmm. I think you make amazing backgrounds. Yes. Do you always you. do backgrounds? Almost, yes, some kind of backgrounds. I think uh, uh, it's only in the uh, Nordiska Väsen where I don't do them. <laughs> but uh, I really love old backgrounds, so I kind of think it's uh, part of my style. So, I, yes, I do them All, always. And how do you do your backgrounds? Most of the time I, I use Neocolors, uh, as many of you know. I use Neocolor 2 a lot. I think they're kind of, as we had, I said before, I'm kind of impatient. So it's a kind of a fast way to get the bold colors that I want. Uh, I think it's... In the beginning, I was very scared of backgrounds. I think a lot of people are. I don't know why it's why. I think it's because it's just a big white area. So it's kind of uh, when when you're coloring pieces, parts, it's like, oh, here is the head of the horse. It's kind of a, you know what to do within those lines. But the background is just a large area. I, I guess that's why it's intimidating. But I think it's. I think people are scared to destroy the, their picture. Yes, that's too. That too. But I think for me, it was I start liking backgrounds when I got my hands on the neocolors, and 
I just decided to be more brave. <laughs> so I, I, I didn't want to be scared of the backgrounds because it's, uh, they really do so much with the page if you just do it. And it's, it is kind of hard. But I think, I think I found my way, way to do them. So maybe that was, that's why I didn't, don't, I'm not afraid of them anymore. But I, I'm still, I can still be a bit scared when it's, I don't, I can be so impressed with people who do backgrounds with, uh, they add trees and stuff. <laughs> I haven't found my way to do that. But uh, I, I work a lot with the colors to do my backgrounds. Um, How do you use your neo colors on the backgrounds? Uh, I uh, I <clears throat> I apply a lot of pigment from the crayons directly on the paper, and I use a lot of pigment. I think a lot when you have difficulties with the neo colors, I think it could be that you use a little bit too uh, too uh, how would you say not enough of pigment. So I think I use a lot of pigment, so it's almost covering the whole page. And I use kind of not uh, not too much water, but not too little. I have to blend with the water, so you can't use too little water. And uh, so I work a lot with the water, and I also have a tissue where I adjust the amount of water so it doesn't get too much or too little. So I work a lot with the water, and then I... Almost every time I do a second layer. And then I use uh, my pen or my brush and get the pigment directly from the tip of the crayon. So in that case, I get so I get the p- pigment on the brush and then apply it onto the dried first layer. And if I still think it's a little bit too light, I use pencils to to cover some spots where I don't, maybe sometimes I get a little bit whitish, what should say, then I use pencils to cover that up to get an extra depth in the background. What pencil do you use for the water, to add the water? Oh, the uh, brush I use, uh, actually I use, I found, I like, I like when the tip, when I work with Neocolor, the tip of the brush should be a little bit firm, so it's not too soft. Uh, and I use um, it is a water brush. You should actually fill it with water. I'm a koi koi water brush. They're kind of short. Uh, I think it's koi. Uh, and I but I don't fill it with water. I use a, a cup with water, so I could adjust uh, the amount of water better like that. Because I found it when you fill it with water, it sometimes it just splash water out <laughs> sometimes just to to little water so uh, i think i can control it better with uh, not using with just uh, taking water out of a cup with a brush what a great idea i never thought about that <laughs> <laughs> i think I, I i love the tip of those uh, the brush of those so i just learning by doing i guess <laughs> But you don't uh, use some primer or anything on the page. You just no. uh, use them and the water yes. directly yes. in the yes. book. Yes, I, I guess that's also why I like Mythomorphia so good, because the version that I have works really good with the nail colors. So it's a perfect match. And I don't have to use a primer to to work with them. There. How long does it take for you to finish a page? When I have my, uh, this month, it took the whole month. <laughs> but normally it takes a week, I guess. I haven't, I was thinking about that when I do, did my last page from Hannah Carlson that I have been working for three weeks, I think, uh, that I never worked on the same piece, like two weeks, never, it never happened before. So uh, mostly a week, or it could be short. It depends on how much time uh, I, I spend on it. But I, I, um, I think I, since I'm coloring every day, and I color uh, kind of uh, in the weeks, maybe at least two hours, maybe three. In the weekends, I could 
spend the whole day sometimes. So I, I spend a lot of hours on the page, but I do it kind of intense. So it normally it's more not more than a week. But when do you know that you are finished? I just I, I don't know. I just know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm I think I'm. At, at the end, I'm very tired of the page. I just want to move on. So I guess I could spend some more time on it. But when I kind of uh, finished the last white spot, it's like, yeah, I'm done. So I don't get over it and start working with details. And then it's just done. I could sometimes I use just a gel pen to do some details on it. But I think the second I finished the last white spots, I'm done. I would say sometimes maybe I do some more, but uh, that's that's when I'm done. You made this amazing uh, double spread in Hannah Carlson. Yes, Sommernat thank you. <laughs> for my thank you. frog, the frog color along. And the whole page is beautiful, but the crisp. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank like you. No way. Uh, can you <laughs> tell you. me how you did them? Yes, I used, um, uh, I only used one color on it. Uh, I used a water, actually a watercolor pencil. Uh, for this one I used Supracolor. That's the only watercolor pencil I have besides Inktense. I guess you can use any watercolor pencil to do it. And I just, uh, I, I put the pigment in top of the crystal and not the bat- bottom, but not in the middle of them. And then I just used the brush to kind of uh, get the some color in the middle if you understand what I mean (laughs) so uh, so so you get this gradient uh, in the crystal and I I did that so it kind of if one side is it's hard to describe it's easier to show (laughs) yeah we can put out the the picture on uh, Passionista Colorista Facebook page and on my Instagram and it's on your Instagram of course yes uh, and I actually have I think I have a little video that you can get to but uh, if I do it uh, if you have two sides of the crystals if I do it kind of it's so hard to describe it. I don't want the both sides to be look the same. So I kind of apply the colors. Uh, if it's in the left upper right corner in, in the one in one part, then I'd use the upper left corner on the other one. So it don't get too symmetric. Uh, if you understand what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and then when I've done all the color I used the white gel pen to cover all the lines that I have seen many others to have done before so I, I kind of stole that idea and I uh, the way I do my crystals I have got the inspiration from always coloring who's done a great tutorial on how to color crystals so I didn't came up with the idea myself but I've seen a lot of people do this, uh, filling in yes. the lines with white gel pen. Uh, yes. And when I try, it doesn't look good. I can't do it right, or I don't understand. Okay. I think the color colors I have used on the crystals is like disappearing. Oh, oh. oh I see. They look just so bleak. Yes, maybe you need to just have some more pigment then. Yes, <laughs> when you say it, it sounds very easy. <laughs> Why didn't I think about that? <laughs> but I think it's sometimes when you use, I don't use uh, white Yelp. Uh, actually, I use uh, white Posca uh, instead because I just work better for me. Uh, Posca has a really, really thin, uh, thin pen uh, that I like better than gel pen, but it's the same effect. Uh, I don't use them that much uh, because... I think, as you say, sometimes it just takes over. But uh, uh, Gudrun Gandevir and Always Coloring and a lot of others, they use, they do just magic with the, their gel pens. But uh, 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 some, somehow I don't don't get the same results. So I don't use them that much. But for crystals, they're great. But why do you think you don't like to color cute pictures? I love cute pictures. I love I love to watch watch them. I don't know. I, I I'm just 
I'm not never been I've never been a girly girl <laughs> if you understand what I mean I never uh, I never liked cute things I think I, I love cute cats and stuff but I never I always been a little bit darker uh, I think I've been uh, kind of goth person when I was a teenager and so so I don't think I I have never been a cute cutie thing <laughs> person I think so I, I, it's probably I think it's that's why I, it's it shows in my coloring too you have uh, colored quite a lot of pages with gold effects yes and made some mini tutorials on your Instagram mm-hmm. page uh, I have talked about how to color gold with a yes. lot of people because I think yes. that's hard <laughs> and uh, difficult yes. what's your way I think uh, the key thing with gold and all metal is to have a lot of contrast. So if you have, you have to work with um, really dark brown if you work with gold. Uh, and don't be afraid to have a lot of contrast when you do them because that's the main thing. If you have, um, all the shadows should be almost black. I also use a lot of black when I do gold. So I think that's the key thing. Uh, to have uh, don't be afraid to to the, for the contrast <laughs> to the contrast I think so I have uh, always a really really dark tone and then I uh, go with a re- really light on the high highlights and I think that's the thing with all my coloring that I have a lot I work a lot of with contrast uh, when I do a background I want to have a Uh, contrast between the background and the main object and uh, uh, and I, I use black pencils a lot to to get depth in the shadows also to get the contrast so you can see the difference between the background or the things you can have uh, depth in the pictures uh, so I think contrast is a really key for gold and uh, coloring in general I think you colored a uh amazing gold dragon uh, and on the other side a silver dragon yes yes uh, and how do you color silver mainly actually it's uh, i used the same technique as in gold just uh, gray gray tones instead of yellow and brown and uh, sometimes i add a little bit of blue blue on on the highlights and uh, in in Gold, I could sometimes add a little bit of green to get the, the right touch of them. Uh, but I think it's actually the same technique. And, and when I did rose gold, I have a tutorial for them too. It's the same technique, but just different colors. And so it's, again, about getting contrast in the in the work. Of all your pictures that you have colored so far, oh. which is your favorite? Oh, Uh, I have so many. I uh, I, I really I, I can't I can't say. Uh, fa- I have to mention my Pegasus page from Metamorphia. I really love that one, and it's the most liked on my Instagram. <laughs> and I really I'm really pleased with it. But I think I have a couple of more that I like better. Uh, as my uh, the beast. I don't remember the name of it. Ooh. One of the latest I've done from Metamorphia. Uh, I re- I'm really pleased with it because it was a very difficult page and it kind of a weird uh, perspective in it. So it was uh, kind of difficult process and I'm really pleased with it. And I have some uh, work with Serene that I really am really pleased with. So, but... Uh, A lot of pages in Metamorphia I'm really, really happy about, must say. How important is the result? I think it's... I I wish I could say it isn't important, (laughs) but it is. (laughs) For me it is. Kind of, if I didn't think it was important, I wouldn't put so much time in them. So I, I, I really like, I, I really like it to be beautiful, and I, I could be really 
annoyed on the way if I'm had the feeling that it's it's not going to be as good as I hoped. Uh, so I think it's more important than I than I I would love to say that it was it's the process to get there that's most important and it is most important but the result is important for me. Have you ever put uh, any of your calories on the wall or framed no. it? No, no. no I they are still in the books. Yes. I, I display them my, uh, for all my followers on Instagram. That's my wall, I think. Do you have real life coloring friends? No. I have a, one of my best friends color some, but we don't color together. She was inspired by me when she and her kids was over for dinner and I showed her my stuff and she, oh, I had to start too. So she's doing it, but she's not part of the community and we don't color together, but uh, she's coloring. But she wants to be more private about it. I think it, for me, I've, there have been some coloring meetings in Sweden, as you know. You have yes. been part of I mean, them. Yes. <laughs> I've, been, I've been thinking about if I would like to join them. or. But it's for me, some kind of something I do for myself in my own zone or my place. Uh, so, I, and so I kind of just figured out that it's a private thing for me. And I love to share it on Instagram, but I'm not sure if. I would like to like meet everyone and sit. I think it's my little thing. But what does the coloring community means to you? It means very much to me. I think I, I wouldn't be enjoying coloring this much if it wasn't for the community because you get all this. Uh, I have met so many nice people like you and others uh, that really encourage me on the way and. Uh, become more than coloring friends and talk a lot too. And I think showing the work in progress and showing my final work is part of the, uh, the things that I like. I, most people like to have this, uh, which is called bekräftelse. What's it called in English? Oh, you... what is the English word? Uh, not feedback. It's something else. And you get this likes and comments and it make you feel good and so uh, uh, I wish I could say that I don't care but I really do <laughs> I think it's really satisfying when people like what you're doing and so it's it's important but so it's part of, uh, of uh, everything for me and it's also uh, I think I wouldn't have come so far with my coloring uh, without the encouragement I got from my friends. When I, I have a couple of friends where I share my working pro, I spam them with my work. So I shouldn't spam everyone. So I spam some friends, <laughs> and they, uh, their feedback during the way means a lot to me. And also the feedback I get on the pages I publish. Uh, but re I really like to watch other work, others work. It's, I learn so much and I get so much inspiration by other works. So I, I really look at others' work and spend a lot of time doing that too. When you color, what do you think is uh, difficult? Do you have things you think is more difficult than other things? Yes, pretty things. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm not... Since I color very bold, and uh, when I should do, I did this fairy with the, from Villain Sun. Uh, her wings is really transparent and soft and sheer, and I don't know if she's called sheer, skira in English, in Swedish, soft things. Oh, delicate, maybe. Delicate, yes. Uh, I have a little bit. It's that's difficult, I think, and then you should do muted colors and. Uh, so I, uh, I thought before I had some trouble with skins, but I kind of learned uh, learned how to do it. So um, yeah, when I should do more delicate uh, things, uh, it's harder for me. What are you coloring right now? I'm doing another page in Villain Sun. Uh, I did that fairy with a golden frame, uh, who's with a little dragon. 
for during my Dragon Month. And while working on that one, I really looked at the second page in that spread. So now I'm started to do that one with a a little knight fairy on the horse. It's actually kind of pretty <laughs> when I'm thinking about it. <laughs> but I enjoy it. There's a dragon there. What are your best tools? Beside pencils or? Yes. Yes. Since I do near colors a lot, of course, my brush, my water brush. Uh, I use, um, I did, as every person who used color pencil, I think, I've been through a lot of uh, sharpeners. I tried like some, I haven't tried an electric sharpener, but I've tried those with a, what's it called? With, with the web? Yes, the, <laughs> what's it called? The, something you. <laughs> <laughs> Turn around and around. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. Around, around. <laughs> it's kind of big and it's standing on the table and things. And I bought Dervant thing that I read a lot about. But now I just get. I bought a tiny uh, sharpener uh, ma- uh, in what's it called? Metal, some kind of metal, and I use it a lot. So I have. I never used those expensive sharpeners anymore. Uh, so that's what, one of the tools I never leave without, uh, and I have to I have to to have a black pencil as my favorite tool too, even if it's a pencil, because I I don't think I have done any page for the last six months without a lot of black pencil in, and uh, I use a makeup brush a lot to just get away with all the. The dust can come off the pencils. I don't think I use that many tools besides them. Sometimes just a kind of a paper to protect the, uh, especially when I use with pris- uh, work with Prismacolors, it's very easy to just smudge them and get like the background colors all over the place. So then I use a, a delicate paper just to have to protect the, the work. Your black pen that you love, how do you use it? Uh, I use it, um, actually it was, uh, I, I got a tip on Instagram from Ika and Morena. They was talking about it in one of Ika's posts and I just, well, I had to try this because they do so great work. And after that I use it very much. And I, actually mostly I use it to create shadows. So uh, for example, on the page from Billin Sun with the fairy riding that bird. So to get the good shadows uh, under her dress, I used the black pencil to create that depth and shadows. And on the Hannah page, I used it, used it on the stones on the grounds, for example, to get the darkest color under the stones. And also on the mushrooms, you can see uh, uh, there are two mushrooms, smaller mushrooms, but Beside the mushroom with the crystals, you can see I used it a lot to create that depth uh, under the hat of the mushroom <laughs> and onto the foot. So you can see it, it creates depth and uh, shadow. So you can, re- if you work a lot with the black colors, you can get those depth and shadowing, I think, and also to get those contrast in the, in the page. So I use it really much. And I think it's maybe if you use lighter colors and pastels, then maybe black is too dark, then then I should use uh, the darkest tone of that color. So it doesn't work on every work, but uh, for me and others who work a lot with vibrant and bold colors, uh, black is a really good tool. And I work with it a lot. Do you have any favorite black pencil? Uh, the polychromos actually, so that's when I use the polychromos. <laughs> uh, so that's the main one because it's hard, and it's uh, it's really good on both uh, uh, both the Holbeins, but also on the Prismas. But mostly I use it on the Holbeins, yeah. and also because I use black a lot, and uh, Holbeins is very hard to get open stock. So it's also one reason I use the polychromos. 
most, but I have started to like them, like the polychromos best, the best. And what are your best coloring tips? Hmm. Contrast. Use contrast and uh, soft hand in the beginning. That uh, that was the main thing for me when I when I learned to use the soft hand layering in the beginning. Then uh, I think that was the key thing for me to start. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, can you tell us something about your next color along? Yes, I think I'm not sure. I think I will have it in uh, April. It's just a week left. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm planning to have a color along who's uh, with beast and beauties or beauties and beast. Maybe I should say beauties and beast. And I think I will have um, uh, like for the dragon dragonary that I choose four pages, but everyone is free to pick any beauty or any beast to join. But I haven't chosen the four of yet pages yet. I will do it this week, I think. An announcement. Hmm? We have to keep our eyes open then. Yes, yes. I'm not. Uh, I think I will do it. I haven't because since I had this kind of a couple of weeks with a little less energy, so I haven't decided yet if I if I'm up to it. But I think so because my inspiration is getting back. So I I think I will. Otherwise, it will be in May. What did you do to get your energy back? Finish my Hana page. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not sure what's... Sometimes it's hard to see what is what, but I think I I was really stressed from work, so that's the main uh, thing. But mostly coloring makes me relax, but now it was kind of... I didn't have energy to to color, and it... Also could be that I found the Hana page. I had a, actually most of the time somewhere in the middle, I just get this, what am I, what am I doing? It's going to be horrible. I have this moment in the, in the process when I think everything is going to look like crap. And I think that moment came in the same time as my, uh, when I was stressed. So I didn't get through that moment really. Uh, so I think I went on a holiday last weekend with my family and friends. And I think I need, really needed that because after that it kind of came back to me. And and uh, this weekend it, and this week it had, I have been, uh, I found the joy in coloring again. And then I finished the page and now it's, uh, now it's fun again. So it's hard to say if, it wasn't the page itself, actually, but kind of came in the the whole feeling I had. I write to you, you don't have to finish it. Just leave it if you don't have it. And you, no, I have oh, to finish I it. I can't move on without finishing. And I was really happy about it somehow. And I kind of, I was happy about some parts. And I, I felt I really, I really liked that page. I, um, it was Jock Matt and Vernis Friday. They did... Uh, some they did a color along with it in August I think it was or September and they did so such a beautiful versions and I was so in, inspired by them so I I have had, had it in my mind for so long to do this page and when you got with your frog along it was just perfect and I knew I had to do that page so I, I just had to finish it <laughs> uh, but just, when um, did you feel that okay this is going to look Quite well, anyway. I think it was just the other day because I was struggling with. I, I used. Uh, I had this bold green background, and I used some purple on the ground. I didn't really like the combination, uh, but uh, working with them and doing, I did some dark, uh, darkened uh, purple a bit, and when I start to finish piece after piece there wasn't any white stuff left then I start to say well it could work it could work and then I did the two last frogs and then oh then I think it was when I did the blue frogs and when it kind of all came together I think so I really it was a difficult page actually but now when you're watching it how do you feel about it now I really like it when I look at look at it but um, 
Uh, there was some time. I, I feel that a lot. I have had it. You can ask uh, Michelle, one of my close friends. She's um, uh, well, I'm not sure what's M. Kosak, I think. I can't. Rem- I never remember remember exactly the col- uh, Instagram names. But she uh, she's always one of the persons that I spam when I have these moments, and I just feel like, oh, it's looking. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I get really <laughs> stressed. And then uh, she's really good at encouraging me, and we talk a lot, and then I keep on going, and then uh, and then I finish it. And I also talk a lot with Laura during those uh, processes. Thank you so much, Maya, for joining the podcast. It was I, you have, we have talked about it for so long, and I have been so stressed about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was one of the stress factors too. <laughs> No, actually not. But I'm kind of, I think I'm kind of shy and uh, uh, maybe more shy than people can think. So it's kind of a reason why. Yeah, I didn't believe you the first time you (laughs) you wrote to me that you were shy. I was like, what? What? It's easy to be not shy when you're just posting things and writing and uh, sending PMs and talking is another thing. But how do you feel now when we are finished? Oh. It feels great. It was okay. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that frightening. No. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun, really. It was fun. You t- you were great, I think. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.